0: Social media kind of sucks. Here's how to fix some of its incentive problems. I live unbanked off of cryptocurrency, and I use BitRefill extensively because it lets me pay with crypto at places that don't yet accept it directly. This one service more than any other helps me live on crypto. Pay your prepaid phone bill, or buy gift cards to thousands of major retailers around the world, all with cryptocurrency, including for exact amounts so you don't have to buy more gift credit than you need for a specific purchase. You can use BitRefill without an account, but if you get an account, you can earn rewards points which translate to savings, and you can also hold a balance denominated in dollars or euros to protect yourself against market crashes. Go to bitrefill.com, click Create Account, and enter the referral code DCN, or follow the link in the description. Hey everyone, I'm doing something a little bit different today. Uh, In the past, what I've done is my full-length podcast episodes. I've had a video version on YouTube, on Library, Odyssey, etc. And I've just had the audio-only version go out on... Anchor.fm, Spotify, Pandora, all those other places. In addition to that, I've released some sort of shorter videos in the past that just only go on the video channels and don't at all appear on the audio channels. Well, this time's a little different. I did a video on social media that's very similar to this, but I'm doing a extended version of this that's audio only where I don't have, obviously, any of the visuals. I don't have any of the background music or anything like that. And I'm actually adding some extra audio content as you can hear right now and this will be only for audio listeners there won't be any full version for the video it'll be a slightly shorter video or the longer audio only thing and so please make sure to check both out hopefully this kind of prompts some people who were only on the audio version to go start checking out some of the videos as well and hopefully some people who are just watching the videos listen and subscribe to the audio only podcast so they get some extra stuff they've been missing out on. So this time I'm going to be talking about social media, one of the modern marvels of technology that lets you essentially connect with anyone anywhere in the world for whatever reason, bringing the whole world together. Unfortunately, modern social media carries a lot of problems with it, and it doesn't really show any signs that it's improving. In fact, it's getting worse. Some of these include censorship, which we've seen a lot lately, where political opinions specifically and just alternative viewpoints are being censored and demonetize or whatever else across various platforms. Another one is constant infighting, again, spurred by politics, but you know it's just the way the algorithms are designed that kind of encourages this sort of behavior and social media can become a very toxic and dark place. Selling your data is a big one where social media captures all kinds of your private data and your information and just sells it to companies and other things like that and you know, probably the government too. And just compromises your privacy. There's also a lot of spam. I don't know if you've seen just about any crypto post, someone will drop a little Telegram scam link or just. There's all kinds of just constant comments with very low value kind of things that just detract from the experience. You might be happy to see, oh, I got a bunch of new YouTube comments. Oh wait, they're all scammers trying to do something. And just in general, a bad user experience. You might have problems finding exactly what kind of content you're looking for because certain stuff is prioritized. You might share a video, but then that post gets throttled because it's not a native uh, piece of content. It was created on another platform. And then you have dark mode or some weird thing like that thrust upon you and you just, you can't opt out of it. You're just stuck in this new thing that you just absolutely hate. And just for whatever reason, the experience doesn't really work out that well for you. So how did we get here with social media and what can we really do about it? Um, I have one important concept for you economic incentives. Now the big problem is that social media platforms' incentives and those of its users are just not well aligned. Pretty much every major social media network out there is free, as in anyone can use it, doesn't cost anything, Uh, but you cannot spend millions of dollars every year building and expanding and running the structure and get absolutely nothing in return. That's not how it works. So instead of what social media platforms do is they monetize the free user activity through a whole bunch of different ways. And you know, for example, you know, as I mentioned before, selling data, allowing you to put advertisements there, um, all that kind of stuff, that's how they monetize people. Unfortunately, when you don't have paying customers and you can't just get more customers to pay or get the customers you have to pay more, you end up in the situation where the only thing that matters is engagement. You want people using your platform more. You don't want someone logging in, writing a few messages, checking their notifications, engaging a little bit, and then leaving. No, you wanna keep them on. You wanna keep them addicted, keep them using because the more time and exposure they have to that platform, not only the more information you gather about these people, but the more time you have to expose them to things that are paying, like advertisements and stuff like that. And so you're incentivized, not necessarily to make the user happy, but to keep them using over and over and over for free, more than they might necessarily want to. You don't want to satisfy the customer. Other media, such as the Social Dilemma documentary, have gone into more detail about just how the social media giants create algorithms to manipulate people into fighting with each other and gravitating towards negative news. Now, this creates a conflict between two different visions of what a user is, a customer or livestock now a customer is something that you want to keep happy you want to say hey you'll pay me money for this thing that i give to you and therefore i want to make sure the product is great i want to make sure i satisfy your needs and then i get money in return and so it's this very equal relationship whereas when everything is free you don't have any directly paying customers at least those users aren't that you're not going to optimize for their needs you're going to view them as a natural resource like cattle and just see how can I squeeze all the value I want out of them? How do I get them to do things that produce money for me, not how do I get money from them for doing things that they want? And so as long as you get a user in, you don't really care if you make them miserable after a fact, you got them and now what you wanna do is squeeze as much engagement out of them as possible. So where a user who's paying, come in, get what he wants, and be happy. And the happier he is, the more he pays, and the happier the company is, and everyone benefits. Instead, we have this misalignment where you get a new user, and as long as you don't lose them, you just want them to use more and more and more. Even if it makes them more and more miserable and unhappy along the way, the more they use the platform, you're happy because you got them in and then you just milk them for all the activity they're worth. It's a completely different model and that's why you see so much disagreement between users and platforms and all these sort of societal ills caused by social media. Also what this does is it kind of levels the field of all kinds of engagement, where all engagement is equal. You want more of it and that's it. So if I post something that a bunch of people barely value enough to just see it, maybe retweet it or share it or whatever it is, That's the absolute best outcome where you could have something that's half as popular or less or whatever but the people that like it really like it they just value oh this is awesome this is great insight i can't believe this changes my life or this changes my day whatever it is and that's valued much much less even though in a free market this less popular item could generate more revenue or more profits or whatever more value than this super popular one which is diffused amongst a lot of people in a free market that one could actually win and you could actually make a better living by catering to providing the most value possible not a teeny bit of value to the most people and so by just cutting that out by just making everyone equal everyone's a free user everyone uses at the same level then you just completely remove quality content and then you only want quantity content you only want things that go viral or that everyone talks about or everyone fights about doesn't matter if it makes people mad as long as they engage and of course when you have this flat scale of the only way to generate more value is to generate more engagement as a user now instead of spending their time making quality posts users are trying to play the game to figure out how they can get more quantity. What can I say that just generates more headlines, more whatever, gets a lot of more engagement? Do I, what kind of shallow posts do I post that everyone else is talking about that then I'll get more people looking at and clicking on, even if they go away happy or unfulfilled? Or instead of just giving an accurate caption to a photo or something, what if I just do a question or something, which always gets engagement, and then it dries my numbers up even though people didn't really benefit? All this takes a system that already kind of sucks and makes it suck more by people playing the game that they need to in order to get what they want out of the platform. In fact, it's become a bit of a phenomenon where models or other influencers will repeatedly ask questions of their audiences on completely unrelated pictures just in order to boost that coveted engagement. Others will troll these obvious attention-grabbing posts by giving a serious, intricate, or niche answer. And of course, when you have this free model kind of a thing, you have a lot of users who have nothing but time on their hands and maybe not a lot of money this could be people from developing countries this could be just you know random basement dwellers whatever you want to call it who have a lot of time on their hands and want to make whatever money they can from it so they'll just spam scammy links over and over and create new accounts over and over and just it doesn't work in almost all cases but for the one that it does i mean they weren't doing anything else with their time anyway especially if they're a bot they're just running automated and so You have a lot of really crappy, low-quality content going out there, and you have to have moderators come and try to swat it down all the time, but it's a constant battle. Go to any tweet, go to any YouTube comment, go to any Facebook group, you have all kinds of people trying to spam and put nasty links and just whatever, and it's just a constant battle. E-begging and low-quality posts are a problem anywhere users can comment for free such as infamous YouTube comment sections, but are even worse where you can comment for free, yet could potentially make money if someone tips or upvotes your post. So I've seen a lot of people who are trying to get away from this social media nightmare go to alternative platforms like open source, free to use, those kinds of things. And unfortunately, I don't think that's ever going to be the way forward for a couple big reasons. The first one is in order to build something good, you need a lot of money. You need to compensate developers for their time to create the system that really works well. And if it doesn't generate money, how else are you going to get this money to make it happen? And so you have a lot of people making like an open source version of this or something and you know, they're all right, but they just don't have the time and effort and resources to make something truly stellar that has a fantastic user experience. And the other problem is content flooding. This is the same problem as with legacy platforms, except now you don't even have comment moderation or at least a lot less of it to deal with this. And then you just have. Hordes of people posting whatever they want, bots going over and over, and then the user experience is just junk at that point. One of the worst examples of this is Mastodon, a federated Twitter alternative, which has users join smaller instances, each with its own rules and moderation, but allowing them to reach out to users across other instances. At the top level, this creates a free-for-all overrun with bots and porn. So I probably spent a lot of time depressing you just now, but I have some ideas and solutions on how you can actually fix... The broken incentive models of modern social media networks. Now the first one is to reintroduce market principles by allowing people to pay. And of course this is a big no-no in the modern world of social media. Who would ever pay for things? And I agree that people won't be paying a premium, like a lot of money, just to do basic things on social media. But a little bit definitely helps. It solves a whole lot of problems. First off, if you charge anything, even a small fraction of a cent to post, you get rid of all the scammer posts or almost all of them because those rely on volume and just tricking one sucker into something. And if every single time they make a post, it costs them something, even a very small amount that adds up and eventually becomes just not worth it and they won't even do it. And the same goes for someone who's crazy or unhinged or just wants to flood every comment thread with a million little comments that are nasty or negative or just too much just too much content that will start to rack up a bill if you just do nothing but post 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 and if you just don't have the money for that and eventually that serves as a deterrent because you start to get expensive over enough time and content especially if you don't get anything meaningful back it starts to just be i'm throwing money in the wind you get rid of that and of course it also makes people start to think a little bit more about what they post and why and try to actually make their money count because they're spending money on it. Even if it's a fraction of a cent, even if they just don't feel it until they do a million and a half posts, it does make people a little more strategic with what they comment. Just the thought that this is going to cost me something makes people actually choose to realign their incentives with what they post and post things of value. Twitch is a social media network I already covered in a previous video that runs much like Twitter, except uses Bitcoin SV payments for tweets, including putting a troll toll up to make people you don't like pay more for the ability to talk to you. While the system has its flaws, making people pay to post anything has really cut out spammers pretty well. Another thing I would suggest is to allow people to value content variably. As I mentioned before, with the all engagement is equal kind of concept, allowing that to be different really can open up a world of possibilities. Uh, so for example, if you allow people to tip or put some money behind a content, which goes to the other user, but also helps in some way, shape or form, elevate the visibility of that content or help it out to be broadcast, Now, if I post something that's super valuable, but only like a few people really get it right off the bat or really care, they could say, this is awesome. I'm going to express my valuation, actually give you some money behind this that will boost his visibility a little bit more. So then you could have something that's like a super clickbait that provides a small bit of value for everyone and just everyone's sharing it all over the place, but I you know, don't really care, that can compete with something that's much less viral worthy, but much deeper value for people. And then all of a sudden that can compete on that level. As it is, you kind of cut off the ability of people to value things more than just, I like it, that pure limit. By eliminating that ceiling, that regulation as it were on that, you let you know the market for actually valuing content really skyrocket. Some social platforms like memo.cash let you tip a variable amount based on how much you liked the post. But as far as I'm aware, these don't do anything for visibility yet. And finally, what I would like to do is to introduce a market for attention. Now, the problem with a lot of social media algorithms is it's that linear trajectory of visibility, of the more you advertise, for example, on a platform, or just the more you play the algorithms, the more your content gets viewed, period. There's just one scale of How well do you get viewed, up or down? Now, what I would like to do is have a way for people to put money behind or put attention behind growing visibility in a certain area that users can decide whether or not they actually value that or not. For example, users could pay to dominate a hashtag or something like that, and then everyone looking for that content could then go see whoever's valued it the most. But then if people just say, oh, that's just a bunch of paid, scammy, shilly stuff on that one. I'm gonna use this other hashtag that hasn't been used. And then you have to go start throwing money into that. Then you can actually have a free market of which area of content people value and which area of content people are willing to put money behind to be able to expose their content to this certain user group. Um, Another idea beyond just say, for example, a hashtag or something is be able to sort visibility by whichever of your connections, your actual circle, Values the most. Say, for example, you have a thousand random people, including like four of your own, all really like a certain post. But then you have a dozen of your own, and maybe two or three you don't know, putting more value behind a different post. You could actually select for only the ones that your circle likes. And then, of course, you could also filter for stuff your circle doesn't like if you want to just like get outside of your echo chamber but you know, the free market can actually decide that. And so those are other filtration mechanisms that aren't just linear. Now, obviously this is a very complex problem and I don't have all the answers or even most of them, but just letting people reintroduce actual valuation, i.e. money paying for things, letting people choose how much they value posts and letting people develop a free market for attention segments. I think those principles altogether could really create something new and fresh that people would love to use now let's get back to that initial reaction i'm sure you had when i said paying for social media which is no no one will ever do that and sort of true yeah there's a lot of cases where people won't do that because they're just too much friction there can't be a lot of friction in setting this thing up you can't go into a social media thing and say hey in order to post let's link your bank account and have your little picture with your ID smiling and all that. And then let's pay a down payment of 20 bucks just to get started. And you have to run through the 20 bucks and just, okay, no, people will never do that. It has to be really cheap. And like a cent per post is kind of expensive. It has to be a fraction of a cent. It has to be a very small amount so that it only starts to amount to real money over a lot of engagement. And it has to be really easy to set up. You just connect an account or something like that really quick, and then you just get going. Also, this is a really important thing. Paying must be almost invisible. If you have to go say, do you want to purchase this tweet? Yes, no, confirm, put in your pin, all this kind of stuff every single time you post, it's just not going to work. People aren't going to do that at all. They have to be able to just hit a button of some sort, and it just works. Just post and it works automatic deduction from some sort of a balance and then whenever you want to send more money in some way shape or form it just has to be hey you want to send this yes no boom there we go just has to be very simple to do otherwise again people won't use it and let's be honest this probably won't work with current payment systems i think it has to run on some sort of a cryptocurrency because you can actually make micropayments with that you don't have to deal with regulations and banks and things like that just to set up an account and start going. This all works with these little virtual tokens, no matter if you use a relatively mainstream cryptocurrency or if you create your own for just this purpose, it has to have some kind of a thing like that that then you can send and receive all very efficiently. Now with this whole vision of social media, there's a few things that I think that we're missing to make some sort of a thing like this work out. I think we need a decentralized identity system where whatever system you use to log into all these systems including you know a new social media network it has to be something that you control that isn't dependent on any sort of a government identity or any sort of a centralized system that then can hold your whole data and uh, identity and everything hostage in case they don't like you and at the same time this has to be able to be um, tied into your money whatever money gets sent through this social network for what i described earlier it has to also be equally you know tied to this same identity and also it has to be only in your control because other than that someone can just serve as a choke point for either of those kinds of things and this is one reason why I become a little bit obsessed with this topic lately is because a couple of these things are able to be solved by Dash. Now, very soon, um, Dash platform is going to be released onto Testnet and then Mainnet. And basically, a big part of this is decentralized identities, decentralized usernames that can be used to transact easily between parties. In addition to that, there will be data that can be associated with these kinds of things. And so this is a perfect fit for social media. You have your money and your identity that you already use to send the money around, all able to be logged into one social media network and everything kind of runs the same way. Your money contacts are automatically imported into your social media because it's the same back end. And if something happens with the social media network that whoever runs it does some bad things with it, someone else can easily create another social media network that runs on a lot of the same sorts of things. And then all your data just transfers, including all your friends lists, all your connections, all your things like that. It just transfers right on over. Additionally, what if you decide to start using a different social media network as well? And instead of having to start from zero and all that kind of thing, which kind of tends to keep you centralized around one network that can not work for you, all of a sudden your experience or a big part of your experience transfers no matter what the lens looking into it. And you know, spoiler alert, I am helping to consult a little bit on one such thing. So, no, I'm not just talking about oh, I think things would be great if people worked on this, I think that the world would be better if we had a, this kind of a social media network we could use. I'm actually trying my best to make this thing a reality. So, I will keep you guys updated, and when such a thing comes out, I will make sure to share it with everyone. And yeah. And by the way, are any of you guys working on anything cool? Are you involved in some project? Is there a cool new social media network alternative you're working on that you think is set apart from its competitors? Please let me know in the comments. I would love to know about that. And also let me know what other ideas you might have. Or if you think I'm a moron, please find a polite way of saying that with a well-articulated argument. But again, I will read it. I will probably respond. So go for it. See you guys next time. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and donate to support the show by going to my Cointree page. That's cointr.ee slash the desert links and leave a message with your donation. Check out the show's sponsors. Live on crypto with BitRefill. Buy absolutely anything with crypto with Shop and Bit. Avoid content censorship with Odyssey. Protect your privacy online with NordVPN. Get paid to search with PreSearch. All links are in the show notes.